I'm Simon. Oh, where there was an angel. Hello, I'm Kevin. <laughs> there will be an intro. I'll oh. put the intro in. Okay. Later. I'm a spooky Kevin! And you may have figured out, but you're listening to a very Halloween-y edition of Your Face is a Sheep. <laughs> I want you to do that entire episode in that voice. <laughs> yeah, we've just like turned off like hundreds yeah. of listeners. Hundreds of listeners? Who am I kidding? Yeah, twelve. Okay, twelve. So it's October. It's our favourite month of the year because we're leading up to Halloween. Gay Christmas. Gay Christmas, and we love spooky shit. So what we have done today is well, we didn't do it today, did we? No, we did this like fucking eight years ago. Yeah, we recorded with Roscoe. You remember Roscoe? Hi, Roscoe. Glaswegian photographer, hairy guy. Says cunt. Says cunt a lot. Um, he was kind enough to uh, record with us a couple of his personal ghost stories. Yeah, speaking bastard. Actually, that, the flat ones. Yeah. Because remember... Oh, you just... Re- oh! I'm, I'm going to cut this bit out. I'll, I'll voice edit. I'll, I'll put a, like, a sound effect over that bit then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bit of sheep. Yes. So, um, we met up with Roscoe. Virtually. Virtually. And uh, he was kind of telling some ghost stories. So what we're going to do now is play to you those ghost stories. The sound quality is not amazing. I think I may not have put my microphone in. (laughs) 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 But uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it. And it'll start playing now. Boom! Boogie. Boo! I'm terrible at being spooky. It's it's not this one point. Okay. <laughs> Hello, so welcome back. Uh, we have with us our returning friend of the show. It's Roscoe Burns. Hello. Hi, Roscoe. You big beautiful bastard. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Oh, we're very well, thank you. And the reason we have you back is because yes. you have one or two little ghost stories that you will impart. Uh, for our listening pleasure. Yeah. Well, yes, yes, definitely. So, yeah, well, let's just start or. Well, please. Like, please. at least fucking warm us up, stick a finger in or something. Give <laughs> <some, laughs> like well, a little spooky <laughs> intro, a bit of spooky foreplay. Yes. It's... So, um, you got personal experience of um, the supernatural. Yeah, so. You said slip a finger in, but I'm just about to give you a whole fist with this story. Um, so yeah, basically... Bite down on a pillow? <laughs> I'll set a scene. I'll set the scene. Okay. It was a family member who had just recently been divorced and was kind of on her own with two kids. Because I think she'd been in the house for about a year with nothing happening. It was kind of when he left, when things started to happen. And you know that way, I've heard before, like, these sort of things happen when people are at their most vulnerable. I don't know if you've ever heard of that before. Kind yeah. Kind the first thing that kind of happened was she had woke up during the night and it felt as if somebody was sitting on top of her. 
okay. <laughs> Not a bad thing, but... Um... <laughs> I'm but you... <laughs> See, fingers right, right. I, I'm trying to be like, ooh, fighting every year to have to jump in with funny little uh, comments and stuff like this, but no, this is... We're, we're going with a the scary thing here, aren't we? <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, this, this ghost sitting on her face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no! That's a nice way to wake up. I'd enjoy that banner. No. So, anyway, she woke up and... You know when you kind of first wake up and you're like dazed and stuff, so she just felt as if there was something on top of her. And when she realised that there was nothing there, she felt as if she was maybe having like sleep paralysis or something. So she's never had it before, but, you know, she'd had experience of other people having it, so she thought, hmm. And then I think she just went back to sleep. So that was the kind of first thing, and it kind of got more strange and more scary as time went on. But the second thing that happened to her was... She was decorating the house, obviously, with everything that was going on, she thought, I'm just going to decorate the house, new house, new me, blah, blah, blah. And then one day she was on the, the ladders and they started shaking. Now, one thing I've got to say, actually, I should have probably said this at the beginning, the person that I'm talking about doesn't believe in stuff like this at all. Yeah. You know, um, skeptic. Yeah, you're very much so a sceptic, so... I honestly thought, when you were saying that the ladder started to shake, and you are like, I should probably let you know, I thought you were about to say that she had, like, Parkinson's or something. That's <laughs> 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 genuinely what... That's where my mind went. I should let you know that she did have Parkinson's. All right, well, it's a shit story. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ross. Can you, so, can you edit this? So, can I start that bit again? Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. You, you can edit it, but we tend to keep in, like, our shit edits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm crying. Um, so, <laughs> this is the worst ghost story. <laughs> what is it, the best? I know, I know. <laughs> Maybe we need to rethink our... Uh, our theme for a ghost story special because it's, it's not going to be scary at all. Oh, so anyway. On a ladder, start shaking. No Parkinson's. The ladder started shaking. Not violently. It was just like a, kind of, a bit of a shake. So she was a bit like, hmm, sort of thing. Obviously a sceptic. Windows, they were, uh, she wondered if they were open or all the windows were closed. So she's the type of person as well. It's like, ugh, you know, just kind of brushes it off. The next thing that kind of happened was one night she woke up again and she, I don't know if she was having a nightmare or something but anyway she woke up and she could smell like really strong smoke but cigar smoke yeah. um, I find it strange because obviously she didn't smoke cigars there was nobody in the house that had been smoking cigars and stuff so she got up and she had like quite a, like a, a small but narrow hallway. So she went to the bathroom because that was at the end and um, the lights started flickering. So again, I think she was just like, hmm, sort of thing, went back to bed. And then over the next couple of, I'd say, week or two, she was having like the weirdest of dreams. And every time it got to like a certain time, she was waking her up and she didn't know what was waking her up. But it got to the point it was affecting like her job and stuff because she was tired. But she was just putting it down to stress because obviously a lot was going on and she had two young babies in the house and stuff as well. The next thing 
which I find quite terrifying, was her room was next to our son's room, and one was, he must have been about six months, and then the other one was two years old. She went to sleep, woke up, and she could hear the part of her feet going down her hallway. So she thought to herself, right, okay. And she shouted, Matthew, like, get back to bed. That was when it was two years old. Just didn't hear anything, no response. And then she went back to sleep, woke up again, she heard it. But at this point, it was as if it was entering our room, like our door, our doorway. So she kind of shouted as well. She was like, Matthew, because she was trying to, I think at this point, she was trying to make sure that he was kind of staying in his own room, because obviously at that age, putting them to, in their own beds and stuff, she was trying to get a bit of structure. So she kept shouting like Matthew, no response. So never thought anything of it, went back to bed. Woke up the next day and she said to him, like, were you coming into my room or anything? And he was like, no, 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 no. So he denied it, but she thought, oh, he's not going to say anything. So this happened once more, but there was another time when she woke up again and there was a, a toy, you know, like those like fire engine toy things. Yeah. But it wasn't a fire engine. I don't know what it was. It was like a musical instrument or something. It was just a toy that was battery operated. So that went off. So that was woke her up. And she thought, Matthew, he's in his room. He can't sleep. So she shouted again and she went in. And the toy was on, but the boys, boys were sleeping. There was obviously, they hadn't got up sort of thing. So she went over the toy. But what she found strange was it had, it was still switched off. So it hadn't been moved, like the wee kind of thing hadn't been moved to on. So she shook it and she put it down and it stopped. And as she was walking out of the boys' room and into her room, which was next door, she heard it again. So she ran back in. And then she says she started to get terrified at this point because she couldn't explain it. Yeah, she couldn't explain it because everything else, she tried to kind of have some sort of rational idea or a reason for it, but this she couldn't because she was like, you know, she had it in her hands and it was still making a noise, but then when she shook it, it kind of stopped. But she ended up (coughs) putting it in the kitchen or something. So she didn't think anything of it. Well, actually she did because I think that was... The next day, she had phoned her friend. So her friend came over and stayed with her that night. Um, and this night, there was the pit apart of her feet again. But she could hear, like, a child's laughter, like, ha, 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 sort of thing. But she jumped up because she thought to herself, right, I need to go and kind of investigate. But as she jumped up, her friend had kind of like got a fright as well. And she was like, did you hear that? And she went, yeah. She said, I think Matthew's maybe, you know, getting up or something, maybe once something. When they walked into the boys' room, two boys were out for the count, weren't waking up. And she walked back into her room and her friend kind of came in with her as well. And then they heard it again. And they could hear, now, it was, it's hard to explain, but basically the boys' room, so the direction that the, power, the feet were going in, 
was actually going the opposite direction. So it was actually as if it was going out the front door sort of thing, like down the stairs and through the front door. Whereas the previous time it was as if it was coming into her room. And then one night, eh, no, the same night she had, I think she the must have fell asleep again. But by this point, she heard it again, but she felt it coming into her room. So she could hear it getting louder as if it was coming into the room. And she said by this point, she actually froze because she was just like holding on and she actually got such a fright because obviously if you hear a child's laughter it's quite scary but in that environment and obviously you don't really know what's going on she says she just kind of froze and she kind of looked over and she thought she could see something but she wasn't too sure because she didn't know if her mind was playing tricks on her or stuff by that point she, like I said, she was getting quite scared and she was like worried about the kids because she was asking the Matthew, she was asking him if he'd experienced anything. But he had said no. She had spoken to her neighbour, so our neighbour next door, Maria, her name was. She said, Listen, Maria, having like strange things happening in the house and stuff, and I don't really know what to do, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> And no word of a lie, Maria said, did you not get told or does nobody told you what happened in that house? And she went, no, she said, but she was like, I don't really want to know, but I do want to know. And she went, what happened? And she said, well, the previous owners, uh, before you moved in, their wee boy died in a cot death uh-huh. in the house. And, um, and by this point, she was like, oh my God, what do I do? Because obviously she didn't really know what to do sort of thing. But she said like wee things kept happening after that. Um, and it was always, what she said, which was always the most frightening was because it was a child, like everything uh-huh. was like kind of soft things. It wasn't. And then there was another time actually, I forgot to say that the toy, when she had left it somewhere, it had actually moved. Oh no. Nah. <laughs> But it was up too high because Matthew, I mean, he was two, so he was tiny, so he couldn't have got up to get it. But it had actually moved and she didn't really make the connection. And when she found it, she was like, she forgot she'd put it there. And again, she was like, oh, maybe I'd moved it. But she was like, I don't think I have. So anyway, she'd gone on holiday with the boys and me and my two pals were staying there one night. And... I'd never, I'd never told them any of this, my two friends, because I thought they were never going to stay there sort of thing. <laughs> I'm quite sceptic as well, so I was like, oh, it'll be fine, I'm not even going to mention it, we'll go and we'll just basically chill out and have our drink and stuff. So we had a few drinks, and I remember flat screens when they first came out, but they were like fucking massive. Yes. You know how like, the back was like, you know, a feet long and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But they were like the most trendy thing in uh, in technology and stuff. Yeah. She had one of those. So basically, I must have put the remote on top of the TV. So we were sitting here. The TV was across from us. And we were just sitting. And then the TV just went off. And my friend Anna was like, oh, somebody's sitting on the remote. And I was like, no, the remote's up there. And I was like, okay. So I turned it off at the wall, turned it back on. It came on, it was fine, we were watching a, a film or something. And then the next thing, TV went off again. And by this point, I was like, I can't mention this because I've not huh? told them about anything. So they're, they're going, 
is there a power cut by the lights are on? So they're like, what the fuck's going on? And I'm like, oh, do you know what? Maybe it's like a short circuit or something. It'll be fine. There'll be a reason for it. And then I went in to get a drink, a couple of refills. And when I came back out, the remote that was on the TV, I kid you not, flew across the living room floor. And the girls started screaming. <laughs> and it was just pandemonium. And it, I got afraid. I kind of just stood there in shock, and I'm like, did I just really witness that? And then I'm like, oh, did I close the door? Did it bang? No, because I couldn't have. It didn't make a noise. I didn't close I, I closed it softly. And then I was like, but it couldn't have fell off the TV because basically the, the, the width of this TV sat on it. It was yeah, just like... This step between something falling off, <clears throat> pardon me, yeah. something flying across the room. But it flew. I swear to God, it because it was and it was one of it's like a massive chunky remote as well it, I just remember it was fucking huge this remote so when it actually flew and hit the floor it made such a noise as well so it took about 10-15 minutes to calm them down and then when I finally calmed them down I was like so I've got something to tell you <laughs> and I basically kind of told them this and they were like, right, we're phoning taxis, we are going home, you're not staying here tonight. I was like, no, I said, I promise you, I said, this happened like a couple of months ago, it's fine, she's not said anything else, why? But anyway, huh. I was like, because they stayed, like, the two girls stayed in the next town, so I mean, they could have got a taxi, but I was like, I'm not fucking staying in this house myself, do you know what I mean? I was like, I ain't staying here myself. So we kind of calmed down. And then we just left the TV off. We just turned it off at the wall. Yeah. Yeah, woke up the next day. And I'd forgot. I kind of made a decision not to tell the person whose house it was because I thought there's nothing worse than all the, what she's experienced for me then to tell her. And I was young at the time, so I thought that was a good idea is to be like, I'll just keep this to myself. I don't want to scare them sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um, big mistake because obviously I should have told them but a couple of weeks later she was in the house again down at our house somebody must have said to her like how are you getting on and stuff and she went my TV there's something wrong with the TV now and I was like why like, <laughs> because it keeps cutting out and I've lost the remote <laughs> I was like right I said, how did you lose the remote? And she went, I don't know. She says, I can't find it anywhere. And I was like, has Matthew done something? She's like, no, I've asked him. And I just said to her, I was like, listen, when we were staying with you and I told her kind of what happened, and she was just like, right, okay. I think she lasted another month in the house and then she sold it. Wow. She, she couldn't live there anymore because she was just like, it obviously had a lot of memories for her because... She had bought it with someone and blah, blah, blah. But I think by that point, she was just like, I need to get fucking rid of this. I need to get rid of this house sort of thing. She's never, ever had anything else happen to her. She was obviously thinking about her kids, you know, because yeah. even to this day, she still tries to give you some sort of rational, rational reason for it. She's like, oh, I mean, I think she just got to the point she was like, I just, she just didn't feel safe. I suppose when you're when you're feeling a wee bit vulnerable anyway, ah. 
the worst the worst thing can happen to you is your place where you should feel safe becomes you know creepy as fuck aye creepy as fuck nothing's ever happened to you ever again but aye it was a strange strange thing it was so strange because the thing is about ghost stories, isn't it? Things that can happen to you when you're by yourself in a house, alone, dark, houses make noise, fine. They can be quite scary, but then when you say it out loud to other people, you suddenly think, have I made a mountain out of a molehill here and stuff like this? And I suppose it was the passage of time. You can suddenly think, well, was it all my imagination and yeah. stuff? But the fact that she moved, like sold the house and fucking went through all that stuff, that's kind of creepy. As, but the thing is as well, like, obviously when they went to view the house and stuff, an estate agent isn't going to tell you, oh, by the way, you're a child died. Aye, a child, you know, has died here sort of thing. And she sold the place. It's not something you put on the website. Three bedrooms, large kitchen, child ghost, you know. <laughs> <it's> like... <laughs> the hardest part, not being able to watch TV. Yeah, I know. Uh, How fucking uh, annoying is that? That kid must have been a super nippy kid. No, don't watch TV. Uh, <laughs> um, or being pinned down in your bed. It's like just... Yeah, no, that's not pleasant. No. Well, the toy? Uh, that toy would not have survived the night. It would have been straight in the kitchen under the tap. Yeah, so the other... Do you want my, my next one? Yeah. Yeah, he's got two. Oh, that's exciting. Sorry, I'm, Molly's making out with me. Um, trying to be really quiet there. She's bursting for the toilet, which is why she's like neck in my face. I didn't realize you had two. I'm very excited. That was spooky. Yeah, this happened to me, and I, I to this day, I'm still skeptic. I, I don't know if I don't know. I think that, that I, I want to believe there's something, but even when this happened, I mean, I was terrified at the time, but I don't know. Nothing's ever happened since. So basically. Where I'm originally from in Greenock, we have a massive cemetery. It just covers a whole massive area of Greenock and you can kind of walk through it and it's a shortcut to get from one end to the other. So a lot of people used to walk through it and stuff. And I used to go, when I was going to school, it was my kind of shortcut to get to school. So I would always, <clears throat> and it was a good place to go and skive as well because nobody's going to come look for you in a cemetery. You know what I mean? Years ago, my brother-in-law, he's a postman and he was up, you know, mega early sort of thing. And he was going through the cemetery to get to work. And um, this guy approached him and said, I can't remember what he said, but said something to him. And my brother-in-law was like, oh, I need to go sort of thing. So I never thought anything of it. Oh my God, that's my what? fire alarm. Fuck off, how's your fire alarm? What's your oh, fire alarm, oh, dude? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Two seconds, right? Okay. Okay. That's weird timing. Uh, oh, no. Okay. Roscoe, are you alive? Oh, my God, he's dead. And Roscoe was never seen again. <laughs> Yeah, and Roscoe died three hours earlier. <laughs> Fuck off, that would be fucking <laughs> Imagine we like saw it on the internet, a Glaswegian photographer died on like, what day is this? This is <clears throat> died on Wednesday. I'd shit my pants. 
That'd be amazing. Then we'd have a record of um, a ghost. We'd be fucking minted. We'd be. We'd go viral. We could sell our story to. I'd only want to sell it to Oprah. We could set. We could actually start up the real Ghostbusters. What was that noise? I don't know. I'm really scared now. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> Roscoe. Oh, oh! We thought you were dead. Fuck off. <laughs> Brother-in-law saw a guy in the so, cemetery. Yes. So, um, so it was a couple of days later, up early again, walking through the cemetery, and the same guy approached him, and David was just like, right, um, sort of thing, blah blah, chatting away. But then the guy walked in front of him. But what he said was, now this was in November and it was freezing. And he said, what we found really strange was the guy had like shorts and a shirt on and a really weird haircut. Like he's, he described it as like a 70s hairdo. So I don't really know what that means. But anyway, he just said the guy looked out of place for being November and really um, it was fucking Baltic. So the guy walked in front of him and he walked out the gate. So David... Uh, was just behind him, but when he got out, there was another guy standing waiting at the bus stop because that was by the cemetery gate. And David just said to this guy, Here, by the way, did you see that guy come out of here? And the guy went, I've been standing here for 20 minutes, and you're the only person that's walked past me. So he's like, Right, okay. You know, David is the most sceptic person I've ever made, doesn't believe in any of that, but to this day, even he's freaked out by it. So one night, years later, one night, um, I decided to walk through the cemetery because I wanted to get home a bit quicker, and um, I was walking through, it was about six o'clock, and <clears throat> it was starting to get dark, so I was like, I'll just kind of go quick. You could go up the way, down the way, or straight ahead. And as I was walking straight ahead, I just seen this thing out of the corner of my eye, right? And it was, honestly, to this day, it was like, it was, it was blurry, but I could see like some sort of figure. And because the cemetery is obviously quite old, a lot of these tombstones and stuff, they have those like really grand tombstones, you know, with like angels on them and stuff and, and like kind of statues. So I thought... And then I was kind of scared to look, but I thought, I need to look sort of thing. And as I was looking, I was like, that ain't a fucking statue, because it was moving towards me. Uh. So I started running. But then as I got, as I got like, further and further, I kind of stopped. And a part of me, my curiosity got the better of me. And I just kind of looked about. And by this point, it was a bit dark. It was darker than where it was when I went into the cemetery. And I looked round. I can't see any. I can't see anything. And then I swear through the tombs and the trees and stuff. I swear to God, I saw it again. And by this point, I could not move my feet. I could not move. I've never, I've never, I've, I've experienced sleep paralysis, but I've never experienced that feeling of you can't. I've, I've always been in control of my body, but this night, I swear to God, I could not move. My body was stiff. And I was terrified because I was in the direction of where it was moving, but I turned my head in the opposite direction. But again, 
me being fucking curious, do you know what I mean? I was like slowly trying to look but not look. And as I looked around, I could just see it. And it was like, it, it wasn't as if it was going fast, but it was like, it was going too, it was going quick enough that it wasn't somebody walking, but it was just the way that it was like glowing, but it's hard to describe. So it was like a kind of glowing blurry thing, but there was an outline of something. But anyway, I managed to move myself. And as I was coming to the end of the cemetery through the gates, I could just hear this noise, like a bang sort of thing. And I fucking ran. I <laughs> used to, you know, if, have you ever seen Usain Bolt run? <laughs> I would have gave him a fucking aye. I would have beat him in any race because I just sprinted up the road. And I remember being so scared that I didn't want to forget what happened. And I think I've still got it because I didn't want to forget what happened. And I remember, did you ever use Yahoo Chat? Mm, Mm. MSN, yeah. MSN, like, yeah. So I remember getting in and getting on my computer, and my pal was on it, online at the time, and just telling him what had happened, and then I, I was telling him, and then I just managed to write it all down, what had kind of, what had just happened, sort of thing, um, and then I never told anybody, and it wasn't like till maybe like a few days later, I told my sister, and she was like, that's weird, because that was what happened, or something similar had happened to David in the cemetery as well, but oh my god, I was, I shat myself. I thought that we are. See, I've got no sympathy for you or David because if you want to walk through a cemetery, November, you said, when your brother in law went through, and he's opposed, yeah. so he's going to be going in at like six o'clock in the morning. In it's going to be scary as fucking pitch black. Gee, you know, yeah, no, no, no shortcut on this world wouldn't make me go through a cemetery at night. Yeah, no, I know. And the thing is as well, like, if you met him, you would kind of understand, well, he's sceptic about absolutely everything. So see him walking through the cemetery, he's absolutely fine with that because he doesn't believe in anything. So he just thought, I'm just going to walk through it. So, I mean, I think it's after that he stopped walking through the cemetery for a while. But (laughs) he's he's the type of guy, like, nothing really phases him, nothing never scares him sort of thing. But... Um, so I think that was the only reason he went through it, and I was only going through it for a fucking shortcut and managed to get haunted by some <laughs> thing that... It was just weird. Vosco, what's the name of the cemetery? Green Oak Cemetery. Green Oak? Yeah, Green Oak. Green Oak, oh, Green Oak, as in one word. Yeah. Green Oak, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I just I just typed in Green Cock. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different search, my friend. Wipe that. I'll have a little Google about this and see if anything comes up. Okay. Um, but I, I, I don't... It's massive, this symmetry. I mean, it is just absolutely huge. Um, and it's... But it's, it's one of those places, it's like, it's a symmetry and it's obviously sad and stuff, but it's actually a really, really... Oh. Well, okay. Um, sorry. Photographer left stunned by when he uncovered a ghostly image in a local graveyard. This is in February of this year. Let's see if we can find the photos. 
photographer. Maybe that fucking ghost hates photographers. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's a model that couldn't make it in the industry, so it's like, fuck you, Zal. You're dead okay. model. Oh. oh my god. The fuck is that? Yeah. so weird. Well, that's a crucifix at the bottom. It's the one on the top. Don't well. appreciate that. Mm. Although that could be double exposure. You're a photographer, you're not a shit. Aye, but I... I, 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 I no, we did, Joel. <laughs> could be... Mm. Mm-hmm. That's spooky yeah. as fuck. Well, graveyards though. Yeah. Yeah. I've never had any experiences in a graveyard. I don't think. No, I'd, I've never had anything really happen since. But just, I just remember that one that night just being absolutely crippled with fear. Like it was horrible. But it's not pleasant. There's a couple of things that have happened to me at nights, just randomly. There's stuff that's happened to me in this flat that I would totally rationalise <laughs> off. But you do, you shit yourself. You totally do. I mean, you got to bear out the environment. You're alone, it's dark, it's creepy. You know, it's just rife for that type of behaviour. And as, you, as your brother-in-law probably thinks, like, you know, it's I don't believe in ghosts, but, you know, you don't have to believe in ghosts to be scared of the dark. Sure. I presume you, you stopped using that shortcut. Yes, I, well, I stopped using it for a while, um, but your laziness got the better of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I stopped using it in the dark. I'd never, I'd not, I don't think I ever went in it again when it was dark. Um, but I, I, I remember going in like months later and kind of walking the same route. And tra- I, I remember, yeah, walking the same route that I'd taken. And looking at every gravestone to see if there was some sort of something that could explain, you know, but I couldn't see anything. I was like, how much fun would it be if you had a lot of time on your hands just to like hang around a graveyard at round about twilight with a big oldie timey coat on and just run round at people? <laughs> some old woman going to visit her dead husband, and you're like, ah, wah! Do you know that? So, Never done. That wouldn't be hilarious. <laughs> but did you? You wouldn't have seen it, Simon. But if you've seen it, Kev, uh, somebody in Glasgow got arrested for pretending to be a ghost in a cemetery. Oh, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Know, I've not seen that. Is that an actual so, thing that happened? Uh huh. It was no. It was up in the East End. It was in a place called Ridgery, and Ridgery's got a, a cemetery as well. And basically, it's where all the Neds go and drink and stuff. And basically, um, aye, there was a story about a woman walking her dog, and it wasn't like she never went into the cemetery, but she must have like went past it or something. <laughs> and the guy had put a white sheet over him, fabulous, and was running about the cemetery going, <laughs> but basically, she had t- got such a fright that she'd phoned the police. So, I mean, I don't know how the police managed to come so quick but basically they were there but he had been in the cemetery for like a good few hours so the police arrived maybe like an hour or two later and found him in the cemetery sitting with a white cape <laughs> and he got lifted ace gotta love so. glasgow police That's <laughs> you know smackheads drug dealers gangsters now Teenagers pretending to be ghosts, we're all over that shit. <laughs> oh, totally. That's me. No, Hopefully. That's but by the way, who's your friend, Roscoe? 
Huh? The, the person who's behind you earlier. Oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Don't do that. Do you know what I was, uh, no, I thought to myself, see if I see something in that fucking camera, I will actually shit myself. Because this, there's a, a film I watched and it wasn't that good, but oh Unfriended or something. One where the guy like kills himself and like puts a blender in his neck. That's literally one of my most favourite films of all time. Aye. It's fantastic. Um, okay. And I just thought something like is going to happen, and then um, one of us is going to be possessed, and it's just going to stare at the camera and rock back and forwards. And... <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad nobody got possessed. Yes, or no. died. Yeah, and I'm glad. I'm glad you're not a ghost. You were... I'm also glad that you didn't burn up. Yeah. Oh. Well, um... thank you very much, Roscoe. You are, you. as always, welcome back on our podcast at any time. Yay! Oh. Come back. Cheers, buddy. See you later. Bye, Roscoe. <laughs> wow, wasn't that scary? <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified. Ooh, I won't sleep tonight now. Golly gosh, gee willikers, I am, I am petrolified. Petro That's a thing. Yeah. Um, so I hope you enjoyed it. If anyone has any um, scary stories yeah. of themselves, um, DM us on yourfacesheep at gmail.com. Your face is the shape at gmail.com, but that's Instagram and not, no, that's the email address, <laughs> not the Instagram for DM. You can direct message for you, can't you? You can. Can you? Send I'm, us an email at yourfacesheep at gmail.com. DM us on Instagram at yourfacesheep. Your face is the shape. Um, and if we get it in time, we'll read it out or yeah. get in touch with you and you can record it for us yeah that'd be cool be featured yeah man come on the fucking show you cunt Sir. spooky cunt I've been Simon <laughs> oh no actually no no she's always over on um, SoundCloud Stitcher Spotify and iTunes we're so rusty so so rusty to be fair I have a dog up yeah. my arse at the I moment know. I don't know why she's She's just having like a She just really likes the body heat. She really does. Yeah. She's using you as like a lever. That's to... fine, leave it there. I'll <gasps> get accustomed to it. Um I've been Simon. I have been Kevin, I've been terrified. There's a spot everywhere with fear. And you've been listening to a very Halloween-y edition of Your Face is a Sheep. <laughs> this is a spooky, spooky sheep. Bye. Bye. Ah!